ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pied del Cañon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's a Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> that's right, boys and girls, you're listening to The Provo Show live at 8.30 a.m. Central European Time. How are you doing out there, my friends? How are you doing? It's Friday! <laughs> we made it, guys. Oh, at the end of another week. Uh, what are your plans for the weekend, Natch? None so far. Oh, no birthdays? No, no beers with, with the boys? Oh, no. just sitting in, binge-watching TV, right? <laughs> House of the Drag. I know you, Natch. All the Marvel movies. <laughs> maybe we'll be lucky enough to talk about something we've both watched on Monday. Who knows? Who knows? Miracle of miracles. Yeah, no, me neither. Oh, God. I'm having the worst January. <laughs> I've got another appointment with a dentist today with, um, as we will call him from now on, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> I know Sweeney Todd was a barber, not a dentist. But, I mean, I have, I have a feeling my... Um, my dentist has taken that many lives. I'm going back to him again today because I'm still in pain. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable for someone who uses their mouth for a living that it should be causing this much problem. Uh, problems. Oh, there's many problems. Anyway, so yeah, I've got the dentist. Then Izzy and I, it's my, my house this weekend. Thank God. We're just going to chill, watch reality TV. <laughs> oh, and that's it, man. That's it. We're going to play video games. The last weekend we bought um, we bought a video game. Y nos hemos enganchado. Is that right? We got we kind of. Oh, Nivelazo. There it is. I left the pause. Yeah, we um, uh, we got kind of mildly addicted to a video game. Chance of Senar or something. I don't know. An indie game, and we're gonna probably finish that this weekend. And that's about it. Prepare for the shows. Maybe do a little bit of editing on some personal projects. Um, and that's it. That's it. How about you guys in the chat? What your, what's your weekend looking like? Uh, let's see who's joining us today in the live audience. We've got Lady Bo says good morning. Ronnie is here, says good morning. The bridge is here. What fun, she says. I'm still standing, not me. Yeah, Bridge is in bed right now. Um, Hema's with us. Vero's with us. She says, good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. It's Friday, and the body knows it. Oh, God, yeah. It's curry night tonight. Do you have any weekend traditions, Natch? You and Miss Na Mrs. Natch? Mm, no. I used to have pizza on Friday, but not anymore. Ah, no. Ah, the sadness. You've abandoned Papa John. <laughs> I had pizzas last night. Andy came over with um, uh, with my goddaughters. And we, um, my God, the little one can eat pizza like an adult. It's crazy. <laughs> she can eat, man. I think she had more pizza than I did. And she's like a third of my size. Um, but tomorrow, tonight, my friend, tonight is curry night. Oh, it's the only weekend tradition we um, uh, we, we per persevere with week on week is is Indian food on a, on a Friday. Just to maintain that British culture. Oh, so excited. I'm excited now. Probably because I haven't had any breakfast. Um, let's get into the show, guys. So let me tell you what's coming up today in what is going to be a fantastic episode of the Probo Show. Name something. A hundred humans, I ask them, name something people do for fun, even though it scares them. Nombra algo que la gente hace por diversión, aunque les asuste. Um, then in Complete the News... Um, we'll find out about a rule that is um, uh, that may change in Missouri and um, and what that would lead to. Mm, quite cryptic, but we'll get into that in the second half of the show. And in today's unpopular opinion, a light-hearted one today. We've um, uh, we've discovered uh, discussed some some deep issues this week. So today we're going to say talk about movies, specifically horror movies. Um, horror is the best genre of cinema, is today's unpopular opinion. We'll get to that in a little bit. You don't really like horror movies, right, Natch? No, I don't. Is it your only genre of cinema that you don't like? Mm, well, I don't really love musicals. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, well, I, I, I would say I don't love musicals, but then Little Shop of Horrors is amazing. Kind of enjoyed the... I, can't, I like Baz Luhrmann movies, so, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know. Okay, so horror movies. We'll debate that in a little while. Um, uh, but first, friends, I'm here, you're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. Oh, my God. A U.S. scientist Natch has caused controversy in my homeland in the U.K. If you're an international listener, we produce this show from Madrid, Spain. A U.S. scientist has brewed up or has caused a storm by offering Britain advice on making tea. Un científico estadounidense ha causado revuelvo al ofrecer consejos a Gran Bretaña sobre cómo hacer té. Would you say that or el té? Cómo hacer té. Té, okay. Thank you. Um, so, Michelle Frank Frankel, a chemistry professor at, um, at a college and author of the book Steeped the Chemistry of Making Tea, has stirred controversy in Britain by suggesting that adding a pinch of salt... This woman's a monster. <laughs> but adding a pinch of salt is key to making the perfect cup of tea. This advice has led to an uproar among British tea enthusiasts who generally view Americans as lacking expertise in making tea. The US Embassy in London. I just love this. Like, in Britain, you know, you can take away their access to the European Union. You know, you can call, you can do whatever you want, Natch. And, P and the British people will, you know, with their stiff upper lip, just deal with it. But don't you dare. Don't you dare tell Matt McTee. <laughs> um, Revuelo, thank you, Vero. Can we get a, a, a nivelazo for, for Vero? Buy a nivelazo. Uh, Gemma says, curry night. Oh, yeah, curry night. I can't wait. Do you like it? No, you don't like Indian food. You don't like spicy food. You don't like spicy food. You don't like TV. At least the TV I like. <laughs> we, you know, we were born on the same day, Natch. That can't be where the co the <laughs> our commonalities end. Can't be. We're both radio producers. <laughs> um, glad to hear your topic today is lighthearted. Nothing like horror movies, says the bridge. Oh yeah, it's going to be a good one today. So let's. Um, so the 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 British people think um, Americans lack expertise in making tea. The U.S. Embassy in London humorously responded to the debate, emphasizing that adding salt to tea is not official U.S. policy, <laughs> and joking um, about the American practice of microwaving tea. Do you know that? You, I mean, when I first came to Spain, that's what you, everybody here did as well. Calentando el agua en el microondas, right? Putting boiling water, <laughs> boiling water in in a microwave. Do you have Do you have a, a tetera at home? Do you have a, a kettle? No. Oh, natch. And do you, but you drink tea at home? Not at home. I mean, okay. Only Just, uh, here at work. All right. All right. Okay. Forgiven. Do we? We have a kettle in the office, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. When I first came here, that you you guys were <laughs> boiling water in the microwave. Oh. oh, Spain. Not anymore. I'm happy to say, like, you can find kettles quite easily now. I had no idea how difficult it would be to find a kettle in Spain, like when I first came here 20 years ago. Uh, glad, uh, what's this? Hema says, I'm becoming older. I'm loving spicy food as I'm becoming older. Oh, now you've hit the ripe old age of 21, Hema. Yeah, spicy food is where it's at. Uh, pava, says the bridge. Pava, what does that mean, Natch? No, it's a it's it's a bridgeism. That's what happens when you watch this show lying down. Hammer says, "Don't kill me, Rob. I boil water for tea in the microwave." We need a probo disapproves natch. We need one stat. Boom, 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 boom. Probo disapproves. <laughs> um, uh, Frankel's book, based on extensive research, delves into chemistry or the chemistry of tea, and offers tips for brewing a better cup, such as using pre-warmed pot, adding milk after pouring the tea. And uh, the reaction to her book and its suggestions highlights the cultural differences between the US and Britain regarding tea and coffee preferences. I'll be honest, right? British people, up until recently, again, we've become a lot more multicultural. Here in Spain, it's much more multicultural, and also in the UK. Because coffee in the UK, when I was a kid... It was just the freeze-dried coffee, you know, like um, Nescafe and things like that. 
<laughs> my, I made coffee so bad when I got here that a friend of mine actually gifted me um, an espresso maker when I was still working on phone times. He said, this tea tastes awful. I'm say I said, it's coffee. He says, okay. <laughs> and he gifted me a coffee maker. True story. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, US scientists causing controversy in the UK. Uh, next piece of news. Sadly, not so lighthearted. Um, I'm not British, says Gemma. Uh, it's okay. That's better. It's better for you, Gemma, than you're not. <laughs> you, you get to experience, uh, along with not being British, you get to experience the full range of uh, human emotions. We British people struggle with that. Vero says, yesterday I tried a kind of tea that surprised me. Strawberry and vanilla. It was weird. Nice. I'm a fan of the traditional English breakfast tea. If you get, if you want a tea tip, friends, if you want a tea tip, buy Yorkshire tea. Trust me, it's not grown in Yorkshire, but it's really strong and really delicious. Um, sounds yummy, Vero, says Hammer. Uh, All right, next piece of news. Sadly, not as lighthearted. Um... There is even plastic in the clouds. Incluso hay plástico en las nubes. This is coming from uh, thinkbig.com. We've all heard of the controversy around microplastics in the environment. Well, yeah, even in the clouds. Scientists have discovered microplastics in five new locations, highlighting the pervasive nature of plastic pollution. These tiny particles, some smaller than a human hair, have been found at the top of Mount Everest in the Mariana Trench, the deepest part of the ocean, uh, within human placentas and even in babies' feces, which is just a, a polite way of saying poop. FYI. Microplastics are resilient, with items like plastic bags and diapers lasting up to 20 years and 200 years, respectively, in the environment. Recent studies have detected microplastic in various unex unexpected place places. Clouds at Mount Tai in China contained microplastic fibers, possibly affecting cloud formations. Oh my god, this is terrifying news, Natch. Um, yeah, so so basically the article goes on to um, highlight the dangers and all the ways and places that these microplastics are being found in the environment, including clown, clouds. Bottled water has been found to contain around 240,000 plastic fabrics, uh, fragments per liter. I'm not, I'm going to stop drinking um, plastic water, uh, plastic water bottles, Natch. It's the only, that's, we, See, you never drink the plastic water bottles. Is your thing made of glass or is it a plastic thing? It's metal. It's metal. I need a metal water bottle. Yeah, naturally. You see, again, the Oracle. He reads the future. He knows. He's like, your petty human problems. <laughs> Even my water bottle that I bring into work is made of plastic. I need to cut that out. Guys, let's together, let's make a promise. Let's let's try and not drink from plastic bottles anymore. All right, from me to you, let's try and make that promise. Um, I'll look for a, a good um, glass or metal water bottle. Uh, so it's raining microplastics too, says Hema. Yeah, apparently. Um, apparently, Hema. Metal bottles are great. Keep your water cold. Yeah, I think, I think I've got one somewhere at home. The bridge says, Kettle is really a hervidora de agua. Apparently also called pava. Got ya. A tetera is really a teapot. Okay, okay. So you don't have a hervidora, Natch, at home. Oh, Natch. Well, at least now I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. An hervidora. <laughs> um, metal bottles are great to keep your water cold. Bon to Ironman. Good morning. How are you doing? All right, final piece of news. Uh, Generation Z and young millennial employees are missing the equivalent of one day's work every week due to mental health concerns, uh, research shows. Los empleados de generación Z y los millennials jóvenes están perdiendo el equivalente. It's a tough word in Spanish, Natch. Equivalente? Equivalente? 
Yeah, okay, I'm getting the note. Um, a un día de, de trabajo cada semana debido a preocupaciones de salud mental, según muestra la investigación. Jeezy, Louisey, whatever happened to stiff upper lip, Natch? You know, when people used to deal with their problems by just burying, burying them deep, deep down in the fire. <laughs> Then you have a heart attack when you're 50. Problem solved. All done. But no, these young generations, these Gen Zs and the millennials, yeah, with their mental health concerns. Woo. Gen Z and young millennials, millennial employees in Britain are significantly affected by mental health issues, leading to a loss equivalent of one day's work each week. Research by Vitality shows that these younger workers are mentally absent for about 60 days a year. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Just mentally checked out. For 60 days, <laughs> 60 days a year. No. Um, in contrast uh, to 36.3 days for older generations, largely due to inadequate support from employers. Mental health concerns are more severe among those earning under £30,000 annually, um, with 150% loss in productivity compared to physical health issues. Despite the availability of work, workplace wellness tools. Uh, yeah, do we have workplace wellness tools here, Natch? Bueno, we have um, an hervidora de agua. You know, so you can make a tea. <laughs> that is what, that is um, mental wellness. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a wellness, um, a piece of wellness equipment in, in England, at least. Are you feeling bad, love? You, would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> It's literally manna from heaven in England. You've, you've lost a leg. No problem, sweetheart. Do you want a cup of tea? Solves everything. Fix everything. Cup of tea. Good cup of tea. Only 20% of employees utilize them, though. 85% who don't find them beneficial. This situation contributes to the UK um, potentially becoming a burnt-out nation. Quemado. You know, when you know when you're mentally quemado. Um, a burnt-out nation, as reported by Mental Health UK. The charity's 2024 burnout report indicates that a high number of adults experience extreme stress and young workers are most likely to take time off due to mental health struggles. The report calls for action from Prime Minister Rishi Sunak to address the issue and improve support in workplaces. If there were um, a mental wellness person um, employed by Von Natch, would you use them? If there were like a, you know, like a, I don't know, wellness person. Mm, yeah, why not? I don't know. I, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe me too. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, Rob, you have a friend who helps. Gummer Sindor, true story. If I ever get into a negative mental space, I just let Gummer Sindor take the wheel for a little while. <laughs> hey, Gumersindo, navigate today for me, will you? No problem, Rob. And then we high five. Just in, in case you're wondering, Gumersindo is the monkey that lives in my head that when um, I find something boring, he takes over the duties of nodding and saying, yeah, interesting, cool. <laughs> um, let's make a crowdfunding to buy Rob a bottle. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. I'll sort it out. I'll sort it out. We'll go, I'll go to one of the cheap pound shops. <laughs> That's definitely where I'm going to get a quality metal water bottle match. Hey, don't blame me because I'm cheap. I'm from Yorkshire, man. It's it's in my blood. Um, <laughs> of course, we are slowly being turned into robots. We are being plastificados. We're being plastif plastificated. I don't know how you'd say that in Spanish. In English, sorry. Yeah, I know. It's worrying, right? It's worrying that, that alarm bells aren't being sounded louder than they are. They're just some isolated news reports. Hello, we're finding bits of plastic in baby poop. You know, how much plastic has a baby really eaten? Come on, that's really worrying, man. Anyway, that's today's news. Let's move on to our unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Okay, some popular opinion time, friends. And today, oh, today we've got um, a difficult one for me. Today's unpopular opinion is horror is the best genre of cinema. El terror es el me mejor género 
de, del cine. Let me try that again because I butchered it. Um, terror es el... El terror es el mejor género del cine. This must be so frustrating for Spaniards listeners. <laughs> um, uh, what do you think, Natch? I know it's going to be false from you, right? Yes. Do you think uh, Instagram agreed? Yes. Lot or little? A lot. Yeah, a lot. 81% <laughs> said no, bald man. You're wrong. All right, friends, buckle up. Strap yourselves in. Pon los cinturones. Let me let me um, deep dive into this. First of all, we're going to go to our um, our elves who were thoroughly tortured this morning. Um, and they provided me with a list of pros and cons. Let's get into those right now. In the pro column, agreeing with the statement, horror is the best genre of cinema. Horror films have a unique ability to evoke strong emotional reactions, such as fear and suspense. This intensity of experience can be thrilling and memorable for the audience. Some of my most memorable movie-going experiences have been with horror movies. In fact, I would go out on a limb. I would, um, I would dare say I have never had a visceral reaction from a piece of, um, from a piece of cinema like I have had or I've experienced in horror movies. I don't want to give you any spoilers, um, <clears throat> but there are certain movies that I've gone to see, certain great horror movies that I've been to see, and I've experienced a visceral reaction. Isn't that why we go to experience cinema, a form of art, to experience things? Let's continue. Um, many horror films use their narratives to comment on social political or cultural issues in metaphorical ways, making them not only entertainment, but also thought-provoking and relevant. True story. True story. Particularly, doubly true for horror. I mean, George Romero's zombies, like at Dawn of the Dead, is a carefully crafted narrative. You may not think so. You may think, oh, George Romero... Um, zombie movies, no, um, it's a comment on um, uh, consumerist culture, friends. Zombies being the ultimate consumers, obviously, oh, brains. That's why it's set in um, in a in a mall, like the the Church of Capitalism, a shopping center on Central Comercial. There are, if you just dig a little deeper, scratch a little bit of that surface, there is much more to discover in the narrative weavings of horror movies. Let's continue with these pros. Um, the horror genre often pushes the boundaries of conventional filmmaking with innovative techniques and cinematography, special effects and sound design contributing significantly to the art of filmmaking. Again, another fact, the massive leaps and advances in prosthetics and makeups uh, and makeup given to us by the horror genre and then bled through into every other genre. It's astounding. Let's continue. Catharsis. And this is a good one for me. Some viewers, for some viewers, horror movies can provide a form of catharsis. They allow viewers to confront fears in a controlled environment, which can be psychologically rewarding. True story. Now, I've been a fan of the horror genre since I was a little boy, thanks to my mum, who was really responsible in showing me and explaining to me what I was watching. Um, and it's a great experience. I go and I feel this sense, after I've been to see a good, scary film, a sense of absolute catharsis, which plays in contrary to the general bland crap we go and see at the cinema. <laughs> All right, the con column. People disagreeing with this, saying, Horror films are not for everyone. Maybe many people find them too frightening to, or disturbing, and thus they may not enjoy or appreciate this genre. Oh, I need a safe space. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm not going to make fun because I know Natch doesn't like these. You know? Okay, let's continue. Critics might argue that some horror films often have a limited scope in terms of storytelling and character development, focusing more on scares than on the narrative depths of character arcs. Look, every genre has that problem, don't they? You're going to say only horror movies 
have um, uh, have thin stories now? Come on. Next. Um, uh, for some viewers, especially younger audiences, horror films can cause nightmares, fear, and the lingering anxiety, leading to an advert to adverse psychological effects. Perhaps, if you were um, more exposed to this kind of thing, you would become avert to that kind of fear and anxiety. Or certainly, if you're prone to that kind of fear and anxiety, you know, maybe don't watch. I don't know. It just seems ridiculous to me. Um, and finally, horror films can sometimes be formulaic, relying heavily on common tropes. Again, something that all movies are um, are guilty of. So that's the argument for today. Horror movies are the best genre of cinema. I'm looking for you, our wise audience, to vote in the chat. You guys will tell me. Got lots of comments to read from the chat, some comments from um, Instagram. We'll get to those after the break. Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you soon. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this, the second part of today's Probo show. Oh, it's Friday, friends. Oh, <laughs> we made it. Just let it sink in. I, you know, this is the first... Then why can't I enjoy a single Friday in um, in January? Why do I have to go back to the dentist, Sweeney Todd? Ugh, I don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> He's a nasty man that hurts my mouth. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, friends, let me see. Well, if you're just tuning in, it's 9 a.m. right now. If you're just tuning in, what did you miss? Uh, well, look, U.S. scientists trying to give uh, Britain advice on how to make a good cup of tea. Yeah, what are you talking about? Um, uh, there's plastics in the clouds, apparently, and uh, Gen Z and young millennials are missing the equivalent of one day's work every week. Ouch. Ouch. Um, due to mental health concerns. Um, and also, uh, we took a look at today's unpopular opinion, which is horror, el terror, is the best genre of cinema. Es el mejor género de, del cine. Hmm. The, you still got a few seconds to vote there if you're one of the people watching live. I have feelings about this one. Why don't you like Why don't you like horror movies, Natch? I don't like it. I I don't have a good time watching. Uh, being scared, I don't know. You know, you don't like being. Uh, do you? Are you the kind of person that doesn't like roller coasters? Yes, as well. Well, I, I had to, <laughs> to go into that because I had to, to ride, because my children love it. But yeah. yes, I don't enjoy it. And you drive at responsible speed. Well, I, I don't drive it. I, I only go. <laughs> 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 I will do you mean driving yeah, yeah. a car well mm, yes so you know you're adverse to the the feeling of fear that makes sense to me that makes sense to me okay okay um let's uh, let's dig into some comments that we received through um through the show I don't like horror movies Natch and I were debating over the break if we could just say this word or not <laughs> I don't like horror movies I'm a scaredy cat I'm gonna translate it so we say someone who is easily scared in English. A scaredy cat. I don't like horror movies. I'm a scaredy cat. I'm fearful. Uh, thanks, Camera. Uh, the bridge. Uh, sorry, not the bridge. Vero says every cinema genre has its good and bad movies. It all depends on the audience's taste. That's right. But I feel like we're overly critical of a lot of um, horror movies. For me, I can even enjoy a bad horror movie. Like, a bad horror movie at least is funny. That opinion shared by um, Noemi, who reached out on Instagram, said, I feel like comedy is much more difficult, um, a difficult genre to achieve, and a bad horror movie can also make you laugh. And it's a true story. Some of my favorite horror movies are objectively bad movies, these 80s horror movies. 
that kind of throw in a joke here and there, but they're hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's um, let's continue on with what they're saying in the chat. Um, Scaredy Cat, perfect British translation for bleep. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, I th we think we can't say that on the radio. <laughs> that word. All right, let's um, let's get, dig into some more comments we got on um, on Instagram. Uh, Ellie says, uh, I get the appeal of horror, but for me, it's all about the story. A good horror film can be a masterpiece in storytelling, but it's not necessarily the best genre. Marcus says, horror movies are brilliant. Uh, they get your heart racing like you're in the, like you're playing a video game. Sorry, I'm paraphrasing there. Thank you, Marcus. Nina says, horror films are fascinating. Um, uh, they tap into your primal fears, but to say they're the best, that's too subjective. Leo says, horror's cool, but it, because it pushes the boundaries and gets super creative with visuals and sound. True story. I mean, why do you go to the cinema? Why do you consume any form of art? Is it just to mindlessly waste time? Or is it to feel things? Is it to feel things? Para sentir algo, no? To, to be moved. Even a relatively cheap horror film. There's one, and I'm forgetting the damn name of it. It was so scary. Heritage or something like that. Ugh. If I remember it, I'll post it in the um, in the Discord later, or in on the Patreon. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like for me, cinema has become such a watered down experience. You know, we don't even go and ex experience the communal aspect that used to make it so good in the cinema anymore. We just sat in our sauna sofas consuming media like popcorn. Distract me from how miserable life is, please. Oh, God, I still hold hope for cinema that moves us, friends. That makes us feel something. That just doesn't distract us, but actually gives us an emotional jolt. And I think horror is the last vestige of cinema that can do that. You know? I really do. I find horror, movie, horror movies fascinating. You know, filmmakers legitimate filmmakers nowadays, Sam Raimi, James Cameron, they all started making horror films. That's where they cut their teeth, as you would say um, in in English. Uh, ganar experiencia. Oh, I'm on fire today. Just saying. <laughs> Nivelazo. It's where they cut their teeth in the horror movie genre. Peter Jackson, who directed Lord of the Rings, God damn it, his first movie was called Brain Dead, friends. <laughs> It's where it's where um, it's where people learn the craft, you know. And in a world where movies are costing three hundred million dollars, thank God there is a genre of cinema that make cheap movies and um, uh, and make their money back. And it's kind of only happening in horror right now. I mean, Bloomhouse, um, big horror producers. Bloomhouse is one of the only. Um, financially viable movie studios nowadays because they don't spend three or four hundred million dollars on a movie they just you know make a cheap well-crafted horror movie yeah i don't know for me i love it but you know what grandpa Bo would say about that friends he would say rob that's just your opinion and opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. Gemma here is saying, thanks for the translation, Rob. The scaredy cat must leave. Thanks, for uh, thanks, guys. Have a nice weekend. You too, Gemma. Nobody else go. We've got some um, great stuff coming up in, um, in just a second. All right. So what did you guys say? I posted a poll in the chat to our decision makers right here. Are you more of a Natch or are you more of a Rob? Let's see. So I made the statement that horror is the best genre of cinema, and you guys said... 75% false. Yeah, no, we're we allowed to disagree on this one. I mean, I'll be honest, this is a, this is a very kind of personal one to me. Horror will always be my number one genre of movies 
You know, when things come in and out of fashion, horror, um, horror stays the same. When, when we have long forgotten the, um, uh, the pull of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, uh, and superhero movies, let me tell you something, horror will still be there. <laughs> when, uh, when the wave of uh, romantic movies ebbed out, before it resurged, before there was a resurgent in the mid in the mid nineties, through all that time, horror movies were still successful. <laughs> Why? Because it just speaks to a primal, primitive part of our brain. You know, it helps us deal with difficult situations, tackle difficult emotions like fear. You know, which I think is sadly kind of. All those negative emotions, kind of avoided, pushed to the side, seen as alien. Horror movies remind us that, no, they're very much a part of the human experience. And being able to access an art form that can, um, that can help us deal with those um, more negative side of the spectrum emotions, I think that's immensely valuable. And horror crosses over so many genres, crosses over into comedy, like with with films like Scary Movie, Little Shop of Horrors, it crosses over with um, with musicals, you know, crosses over with action, with sci-fi, movies like Alien and Aliens, you know, where, where great directors uh, master their craft, you know, Alien, Ridley Scott, you know, you like the movie Gladiator? Well, guess what? Before that, he made Aliens. <laughs> he made Alien, sorry. Um... Uh, James Cameron, the Avatar movie guy, you know? He made Aliens. There's Terminator 2. God damn it. Some of the greatest work directors um, in the movie industry right now started their lives um, experimenting with this important genre. And for me, that's why it'll always have a place in my heart. But obviously... Saying that it's the best genre is so subjective, isn't it? <laughs> and um, and according to at least 75% of you out there, um, it's not the best. But you know what, friends? It's just an opinion. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Oh my God, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered... 100 humans and i asked them all a question today's question was name something people do for fun even though it scares them name something people do for fun even though it scares them nombra algo que la gente hace por diversión aunque les asuste i asked them that question they gave me their answer I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. As always, we rip off this band-aid with the Natch. Natch, what do you think? Mm, parachuting. Ah, like, yeah, parachuting, jumping from a plane. Skydiving, we call it. Skydiving. Is skydiving there? Yes, it is. Well done. Have you ever done skydiving, Natch? No. Yeah, exactly. You're not watching a horror movie. <laughs> You're not going to be skydiving. Yeah, no, me neither. Essentially, you know, those of us that, you know, embrace the fact that we are land mammals. Do you do diving or anything like that? No. Yeah, I don't know. People who do these kind of stupid things, they're like, you should try it. It'll change your life. I don't want to change my life. Perfectly fine. Thank you. Being a land mammal. <laughs> skydiving is there. Well done, Natch. Fourth. Most popular answer with nine of a hundred humans saying um, skydiving. Well done. All right, uh, let's get into. It. By the way, I should um, I should thank all the people on Instagram that did interact with this post. We had Rafelka, Pedro, Ismartin F, Fabian, Coco, um, La Chica de la Segunda Fila, um, Raz, Nessa, Vanessa, Gemma. MCV, wow, a lot of people. Materia, Scura, Vero, all you guys. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right. Uh, let's see what people are saying in the chat. The bridge here says, I'm not planning on going anywhere yet. They help us cope with life. 
Yeah, they do help us cope with life. Nothing wrong with a good horror, my friends. Uh, the bridge says to get on a roller coaster, as does Vero. To ride a roller coaster. Is roller coaster there? Something people do for fun, even though it scares them. Yes, it is. Well done. Roller coaster is there. Pedro also said roller coaster um, in on Instagram. Hmm. And there were others. Vero on Instagram. McVia on Instagram. Raz said a roller coaster. All you guys have said a roller coaster on Instagram. With 50 of 100 humans saying a roller coaster. It's the number one answer. Well done. Reading crime novels is here in Instagram. Does that make you scared? Reading a... I suppose reading... Is reading scary kind of crime stuff? Is it there? No, it's not. Good guess, though, uh, Rafelka. Um, East Martin Effie says, go to the dentist. <laughs> People don't do that for fun. <laughs> Let me tell you from experience. Um, but sadly, it's not there. And neither. <laughs> this is a good one from Pedro. Pedro says, dating. <laughs> Something that is terrifying, but people do for fun anyway. Dating. It's not there. It's not there. Vero in the chat says, going to work. <laughs> yeah, true story. Nessa Vanessa also said dating. Materia Oscura says, having sex without using protection. <laughs> Jeez Louise, guys. Jeez Louise. Also not there. None of those are there. Um, yeah, thank you, Nats. Thank you. Um, McVia did say bungee jumping. Bungee jumping. How do you say that in Spanish? Hacer el bungee. I don't know. I don't know. All right. You must have a way of saying it in Spanish. Is pointing? I don't know. Pointing. Ah, yeah, dude. I think I've heard that before. Pointing. Okay, is bungee jumping there? Mm, yes, it is. Well done. Second most popular answer. How are you doing? Ravdos joining us in the chat. Ronnie here in the chat says, a horror house. We call them, yeah, like a haunted house, um, horror house, fun house, they often call it as well. Is that there? Ronnie, well done. That one's there. If you guys remember back to when I was asking Natch if he did a lot of things, <laughs> those were actually clues to today's um, 100 humans. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Watching horror films, says The Bridge. Obviously. Yes, it's there. Well done. <laughs> Surprised only the bridge got that one, given that it was today's unpopular opinion. Yes, horror movies is there in the and it's in the top three, the third most popular answer with eleven of a hundred humans. Very good. Okay, you only have two more left to get. Uh, let's go back to the Instagram. See if I'm missing any um, risky sports like pointing. Said la chica de la segunda fila. Um. There is a, this one of them. I'll be honest. It is a risky sport. Hmm. It is a risky sport. Fabian got this on Instagram. Would you would you risk a guess, Natch? Um, it's about um, moving, but in this case, vertically. What I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know the word in English. Escalada, I think. Rock climbing. Well done, Natch. Well done, Fabian. On um, uh, on Instagram, rock climbing. There's only one more to get. Um, you don't want to be caught by the police doing this. They may pull you over. Something people do for fun, even though it scares them. <laughs> but you don't want to be caught for the police doing this. It's illegal. It's something I said to Natch. You don't do this, do you? If you don't like horror movies. Again. All right, the bridge has an answer. Do you think you know where it is, Natch? Driving fast. Driving fast, speeding. Well done. 
Vero also said speeding. Well done. Ronnie got climbing well, um, right as well. Well done, guys. You're on fire. Name something people do for fun, even though it scares them. In position number seven, we had rock climbing. Rock climbing. I did, again, another thing I would never do. Apparently, it's very, very safe with the ropes and the safety harness and stuff. But yeah. In position number six, with five of 100 humans, we are driving too fast or speeding. In position number five, we had fun houses or haunted houses. Yeah, or horror houses or houses of horror. It's there, eight of 100 humans. In position number four, uh, skydiving. That one I just don't get. What are you going to do this weekend? I'm going to jump out of a plane. Like, geez, Louise. Talk to a psychologist first. <laughs> yeah, okay. Skydive. I'm sorry. If you love skydiving, if that's your thing, I'm sorry. I just don't understand. Given the fact that I'm a land mammal, <laughs> and, you know what I mean? The reason I have two legs and not two wings, my friends. All right, anyway. So skydiving is there. In position number three, we had... Horror movies, watching horror movies, of course. The uh, topic of today's unpopular opinion. In position number two, we had bungee jumping, puenting, I think in Spanish. And finally, in position number one, we had roller coasters. Well done to all of you out there that said roller coasters. Wow, you're on fire today. You've eaten a good breakfast, it seems. Let's uh, put that to the test, shall we, with today's. Complete the news. Complete the news! All right, my friends, it's time for Complete the News. You know how this works by now. I'm going to give you a real news headline, this time from Newsweek.com. A real news headline, but I'm going to leave out some important information. All right. Your job in the audience is to identify the missing information using the three options I give you. So all you have to write, there are a ton of people watching now, but only six or seven people interacting. Guys, this is your moment because all you have to write is A, B or C. Let's get into it. Missouri. Okay, so this is news from the state, Snatch. A Missouri rule or the change of a Missouri rule would allow senators to blank. So, cambio de regla in Missouri permitiría permitiría los senadores blank. A Missouri rule change would allow senators to blank. Is it A, challenge each other to a duel? Uh, desafiarse mutuamente a un duelo, would you say? Du- duelo? Un duelo. B. Legally marry multiple women. Casarse legalmente con múltiples mujeres. Or is it C. Work only two days a week. Trabajar solo dos días a la semana. Hmm. A Missouri rule change would allow senators to blank. Cambio de regla en Missouri permitiría a los senadores blank. Is it A, challenge each other to a duel? Desafiarse mutuamente a un duelo. Is it B, legally marry multiple women? Casarse legalmente con uh, múltiples mujeres. Or is it C, work two days a week? Or work only two days a week? Trabajar solo dos días a la semana. Ooh, chat is almost unanimous. Hmm. What do you think it is, Natch? A. You think A. Challenge each other to a duel. You don't think C because it's hard to believe they work more than that anyway, isn't it? (laughs) There's no way they're they're working more than two days a week, those guys. (laughs) And legally marry more more than one woman at a time. All right. Okay, so A. You say A, Natch. Guess what? The chat agrees with you. You're um, you're of a common mind today, you guys. But is it the correct answer? Uh, Rabdos here said B would have to be underage and related to them. And C, they already work less than two days. 
Fair point. So that's why everyone's saying eh. Um, the bridge says, actually, they are all plausible. True story. All right, so let's see which one is correct. A Missouri rule change would allow senators to... It's Friday. As always, you guys are impossible to beat. It was A. A Missouri rule change, according to this piece of news from Newsweek, a Missouri rule change would allow senators to challenge each other to a duel. <laughs> Modern politics, guys. <laughs> Just throw them guns and let them decide it the old-fashioned way. In Missouri, Senator Nick uh, Schroer has proposed a rule change that would allow senators or allow state senators to settle disputes by challenging each other to a duel. The amendment suggests that if Senator feels their honor is irreparably impunged by another, they can issue a written duel challenging, specifying the terms and weapons to be carried out in the Senate at noon. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh my God, centuries of modern politics just thrown down the drain. Um, uh, by uh, <laughs> by a few American senators, or by one American senator. Actually, they are all plausible. Yeah, I know. Maybe we should be. Um, maybe we should be um, using this rule in Europe, Natch. Maybe that's the way. Way to cut down the headcount on uh, modern politicians. You know, <laughs> just hand them guns. I mean, honestly, maybe you know, like politics has become an, become so much more. Uh, impolite than it used to be so much less friendly maybe this is a way to inject a little bit more respect back into the political institutions who knows <laughs> but there you go friends look what a week we've had together it has been amazing thank you so much um, for coming and hanging out a big special thanks to all you amazing podcast listeners for all those of you rate the podcast i really appreciate that my god uh, they could challenge each other to um a ma to maron to marry multiple women and two days a week. To working more than two days a week. That would be awesome. Come on. All right, friends. That's all we've got time for today. There's so many things you could have been doing this morning. An infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me. And it means the world. I will see you on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.